Hi, I'm Ariel Faith, and this is a show where we cover all things regarding the Christian lifestyle directed towards believing teenagers in this modern world. But whether you're 13 or 30, this is how to count your chaos as joy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Counting the Chaos as Joy podcast. I'm Ariel, and I'm so excited to be recording my second episode. (laughs) I'm not nasally this time, so I hope that I don't sound that way. Um, I am kind of tired. I did run today, and I'm just like a bit out of it. We have a lot to do later. So I'm not the most energetic. So if that's if I sound sleepy, that's probably why. But um, I am really excited to be recording this, and I have a lot of that I want to talk about today. So as kind of an introduction, I guess we can. I wanted to talk about just like my week. So this week was oh, I don't even remember half of what I did this week, but it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't exactly what I had wanted. I mean never really is but um I think I just kind of did the usual stuff I mean I worked I did go into work this week I I did I I think I went in every day this week I believe and I did not run that's right okay so I did take a week off of running because I had my exams for math and even though I really wanted to run and I didn't go to practice because I was working but that's a whole other thing anyway I took the week off of running in general just because I had a lot going on with school and I felt like I needed to focus on that compared to running just because I am struggling in math in general so I wanted to take the time to make sure I really did well on that anyway yeah so I did I took a week off of running I ran today I didn't uh it was hard (laughs) it was really hot um I was going to run early in the morning but unfortunately I wasn't able to so I ended up running around like 8 30 which is still better compared to um when I usually run throughout the week but it was still really hard because it was getting more hot and the sun was starting to come out and all the clouds were going away so it was just in general I was sweating a lot (laughs) but yeah and it was kind of difficult because I didn't run all week so I felt kind of out of it anyway I felt like I was battling more mentally this week just because I don't know I had a really bad lack of motivation to do anything and maybe that came from not running and I wasn't pushing myself as often as I usually do but I just I don't know I felt blah and I know that sometimes that happens a lot to me that happens a lot to people I know sometimes you just kind of feel gross and everything is just a little bit out of place you feel kind of tired and lazy and just not like the best thing I did get stuff done this week. It's just, I don't know. I feel like I had less motivation to do it. So I kind of wanted to talk about that and we'll get into that a little bit more later. Anyway, my plans for this upcoming week is I'm hoping that maybe I can use this as a way to keep me accountable for this next week coming up. I really want to try to stay on top of my schedule that I'm coming up with, which I've had for a while. I just, it changes sometimes because life happens but um I wanted I wanted to try really hard to make sure I stick to that and not um push it off or you know not do it because of my lack of motivation or whatever it may be and I mean I think that's the hardest part is I am okay at getting things done it's just the 
matter of time. So this past week, I did get things done, but I didn't get it done in the time frames that I wanted myself to get done. Therefore, I felt unaccomplished and it was a lack of motivation. So I just wasn't, I didn't do, I think I didn't do school on um, Wednesday. I think it was Wednesday, maybe Thursday. I don't know. One of those days. And that kind of made me feel even worse because I just, I had planned to get something done and I didn't get it done in the time frame that I wanted to. Anyway, that my plan for this week is to hopefully not have that problem and be able to actually get get the things done in the time that I want to get them done. So I'm hoping maybe saying that and making some goals for this upcoming week will help me to actually stick to them. I wanted to also talk about, I have, I am generally decent at keeping up with my Bible reading, but that is not always the case. And I know this week I lacked a lot in making sure that I was keeping up with my Bible reading and just prayer in general and spending time with God that my devotionals have not been very consistent. So I wanted to maybe throw a proposition out there. I use this app called 12 with my friends and I didn't know if maybe I could throw something out there on Instagram or something like that and invite everyone whoever wants to join that to another group if anyone wants accountability or just needs help with that I would be more than willing to do that so just let me know anyway um I also just wanted to keep up with my running schedule this week because I took off last week and I don't want to feel super dead I did email my coach and he emailed me back so he kind of gave me a idea of what I should be doing this week so I'm going to probably stick to that as well but I know more specifically I wanted to stick with my just devotionals and daily spending time with God I know that this past week I did not do a great job at that and sometimes just genuinely it slips my mind and then I feel that terrible black way and I wonder why and I think it's because I'm not no I know it's because I'm not spending time with God and I'm not making sure that I'm in his word or talking to him therefore I feel kind of empty because I mean how could I feel fulfilled when he's not in my life it makes sense and it's something that slips my mind a lot so if you're feeling kind of blah too I would ask yourself that question is are you spending time with God and I know that that's one thing that kind of you push to the side and you're like oh yeah but that's not gonna make me feel any better um no that's probably why you feel terrible in the first place so if you do feel that way I felt that way that's something I needed to check myself on and think about and remember okay that's probably why I feel awful right now so moving on that kind of puts me into this week's topic, which is I wanted to talk about how to get out of a rut. If any of you are kind of feeling that way and you feel like you're stuck and kind of a lack of motivation and you don't feel great and your days consist of absolutely nothing, I wanted to give you my best advice and my best tips on how I try to get out of those things myself. So um, I wanted to make something really clear before I talk about that subject which is most of the time the reason I feel that way is because it's a lack of me spending time with God and it's a lack of my relationship with him so when I push that to the side that's usually when I feel the worst in my life another kind of result of that could be if there is sin in my life or if I know that I'm feeling in a certain way I feel terrible throughout the week and when I do feel that way, I have to question myself and think, okay, is there anything going in my life, on in my life that I am maybe just trying to push to the side or make it seem like that it's not that big of a deal? Because I know that if I'm messing up, 
even if it comes down to just like annoyance, let's say like for me, if I'm like annoyed with my parents or something throughout the week, if I keep that to myself and I have that like anger in my heart, I then feel just this icky feeling throughout the week because I know that there is sin in my heart somewhere and I'm not handling it or facing it, therefore not spending time with God. And then I end up going down this really bad cycle. So I wanted to make that clear that that is probably the most important thing I would ask you is where is your heart? So I'm going to give you some extra things that can maybe help you throughout the week, but these things aren't necessarily going to fix your problem if you don't handle A, either your relationship with God or B, yes, your relationship with God and the sin in your life, whatever it may be. So I just wanted to give a disclaimer and remind you that this is not going to fix your heart. These are extra things that can maybe help you with your motivation or just your consistency in your work or whatever you may be doing, but it's not going to fix your heart and I would challenge you to handle that and the best of your ability I would challenge you to talk to God or talk to some parents and maybe a pastor or someone that you know and handle whatever it may be going on in your life but here are some extra tips that help me whenever I feel kind of just blatant out of it I tend to just make probably every wrong decision possible <laughs> like I pick the thing that I think is going to make me feel better and it ends up not making me feel better which makes sense because that's kind of how majority of things work but um whenever I feel really down or if something's going on or if I have lack of motivation I just tend to sit down and uh, wake up late and I don't get dressed and I end up watching like the entire season of the voice in a day and it's just all around not a good thing that happens i end up just it's it's self-inflicted pain and i think in my head that this is oh yeah this is what's going to make me feel better when i feel down and no it, it really doesn't at all it makes me feel a million times worse than actually just doing the stuff that i want to do what how that would make me feel so um personally what i try to do is just make sure that I'm taking care of my relationship with God and my mind first of all that's something I try and it, it doesn't always happen that way but that's something that is the most important thing to check whenever you feel that way even if you don't necessarily have a specific sin going on you just feel kind of down still that relationship with God no matter what your relationship with him is important and if you're feeling terrible then he's there with you too feel terrible and I don't think it's a sin to just feel down like that is something that happens there's going to be sorrows and there's going to be troubles in our life so if you feel kind of down and kind of out of it that that's a part of our lives and um I don't think it's necessarily wrong to feel that way I think it depends on how you handle that that could possibly lead you in a wrong direction of sin but I don't think it's a sin at all in and of itself to feel grief or sorrow or just even all around just not feel just feel very empty. And so I think that there are ways that we can handle those things directly, but I try to start with making sure that I have talked to God or read his word because he's that's what's going to put me in the right mindset because I know that my mind is corrupt and so I need to ask him to renew my mind constantly before I even want to handle anything that's going on in my life. So my recommendation to you would be to make sure that you check that relationship with God. Maybe talk to him about what's going on in your life and pray about it. Maybe talk to somebody at your church. Maybe talk to a pastor. Whoever it may be, just I would first of all start with God and maybe find someone that can help you throughout the way like your parents or 
however it may be, depending on your age, right? Um, and then the second step that I usually take for myself would be what are my habits? Like what have I been putting, and we talked about it a little bit last week, but what am I consuming myself with? So if I'm spending like, I don't know, just a certain time on my phone, if I were to be spending that much time and I look at that, I'm like, oh wow, why is my screen time report that way when it shouldn't be? I probably have to think maybe I feel kind of terrible because I spent like seven hours of my day looking at stuff on a screen that doesn't really matter. Like I I try to think about that a lot. Okay, so screen time for me I'm not even going to lie. My screen time has been terrible before. It's it's not even uh, funny. But my screen time daily, like averages, I don't know, maybe five hours. And I think about that sometimes. I'm like, oh my gosh, why would I spend five hours on my phone? Like for what? Why am I spending five hours of my day? And I know for some of you, that probably sounds really, really bad. And I'm just going to be honest. Like that's usually what my screen time is. But keep in mind that I also wake up at like, 2.30, so I'm on my phone from like 2.30 to like 6.30, which is still five hours of my day. But yeah, anyway, I'm all trying to make it sound a little bit better. No, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of time. Anyway, I, yeah, so when I'm spending that much time on my phone or however much it may be, I look at that and I'm like, uh, why did I do that? Maybe I feel kind of empty and gross because I spent five hours of my day looking at a screen doing nothing important. So I mean, I wonder why I feel kind of terrible and gross. So sometimes that's one of the things I do. I'm like, okay, maybe I was spending my time doing something not very important. Maybe I spent like forever looking at my wall. And so yeah, those are things that I get caught up in and just I will give you my tips on how I try to overcome that. So what I do is I try to set myself a screen time, maybe have a parent or if you're an adult, I would set yourself one too. I mean, don't be shy. I think that all of us can get addicted to our phones. I know I definitely have been addicted to my phone. I'm not sure if I can use that as a past tense. I still am most of the time addicted to my phone. So one thing that helps me and I'm going to try to do this upcoming week for myself personally too is set up my screen time again to something more reasonable. I feel like if my screen time in my eyes of good is five hours and yes even though I am awake really early and I I still go to bed decently early like why am I still spending that much time on my phone so I have to that's something I'm going to try to do is set myself some limits how much time are you spending on social media if you don't have social media how much time are you spending talking to people or just scrolling whatever it may be I think that all of us can become addicted to our phones. And so one of the biggest things for me is I try to check myself on that. Like, okay, how much time am I spending on this? And why am I spending that much time on it? If I am spending that much time on my phone, what? Okay, so I know one of the biggest things I tried to say is like, okay, well, what if I'm using it for X, Y, or Z and I need to use it for school or whatever? Maybe if that's one of your reasonings, I would recommend if you have a laptop or if your parent or if, some, if there's a laptop in your house, I would recommend using that because it's there's it's less of a chance that you're going to constantly sit there and just look at everything. Maybe not, but I know for me, if I am on my phone for something important, quote unquote, or if I'm doing something, I very easily will get distracted by, oh, I got a notification for this or somebody texts me and um, whatever it is, I know that I will tend to look at it 
So what I do is I try to take off every app that I can look at if it's something I could look at on my laptop, I try to take it off of my phone so that I'm not constantly on my phone. And even though, yes, it is switching to a different device, it's still not going for me personally to be as tempting to go, okay, now I'm on here, I'm going to scroll social media forever because I got a notification for it and I'm on the apps, might as well just like spend however long it may be on it. I try to just keep it on my phone. separate my phone and my laptop so that way I have two separate things whether or not even if it's not important so I know for me I really love to watch shows I binge watch pretty much everything but I have taken all the streaming apps off of my phone so that I don't watch a billion shows I think I have one and but that's just for whatever I may be watching at the time but I don't have all like seven of the streaming apps I did before because I noticed that I would just sit there forever and I that was where most of my screen time went so if I do want to watch a show or if I'm trying to relax and yeah I'm like okay I want to watch whatever I try to do it on my laptop so that I'm not spending as much time on this like little device and yes like I said even though it's switching to a different device for me the phone is personally more addicting so if I watch like an episode on my phone I'll probably watch like the whole season if I watch it on my laptop, I'm like, okay, now I have to go do something else. I have to put this away and I'm not going to spend forever doing it compared to the time I would if I were to do it on my phone, if that makes any more sense. Because my phone for me, and I think for everyone, it's just, it's more convenient to use compared to um, something bigger that you're always, you have to take around. And maybe this doesn't as apply, and yes, it could apply to adults. I'm just I definitely think it can apply to adults, but I'm saying more with people my age. I know that I've shared some of that with my friends and they've also stopped doing it because yeah, it can be really tempting to just do everything on your phone because it's more convenient. So I'm trying to find ways that I can maybe lessen that screen time. That way it doesn't distract me as much. And I think usually when that happens, when I am in those ruts, it's so much more tempting to just scroll forever at things that mean nothing really. And even if they do mean anything, or maybe they're something that inspires you, you're not doing it. So maybe instead of like just watching everyone do it, you can go do it yourself. Because I know that's something I really struggle with. I'm like, oh, look at all these people doing all this stuff that I could be doing or I should be doing too and I don't do it right so I know for me I have better things to do with my time and I shouldn't be spending as much time as I do on my phone so that's one of the biggest things that helps me get on my ruts is if I kind of cut down on my screen time and spend less time doing that I also know for me, I manage a lot of my own stuff, right? So I try to, I manage my school and my schedule and everything like that. So it can be really hard to get something done if I don't give myself any plan whatsoever. So one thing I really try to do is plan out my weeks. And the reason for that is, I okay, and this can be kind of dangerous and I'll explain why in a minute. But when it comes to planning out my week, I try to make sure that I ask my parents ahead of time, okay guys, what are we doing for the week? So that I have an idea of what's going to be going on, if anything is, that way I'm not at midweek and it's unexpected and someone tells me like, oh, we have people coming over and I'm like, wait, 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 what? Um, if I have my week planned out, that I know in advance that I have something going on this day, this day, this day, right? And obviously we all know that, it's kind of common knowledge to know whatever 
is going on throughout the week, whatever you may have planned. But sometimes we forget to take that extra step to plan it out and maybe put it somewhere that we will remember. I like to use my calendar on my phone and my laptop because it goes on both of them. You could use Google Calendar or I use Apple Calendar or maybe write it down if you have a personal calendar, something like that. I have a really bad habit of forgetting things, but in my head I think, oh yeah, I'll remember that that's going on this week. Um, I'll use an example. So we go to the chiropractor every other week and sometimes I forget completely, even though we've done this for, I I don't know, maybe a year. I don't, maybe a little bit over a year, two years. I don't know how long it's been. I think it's been two years, but I may be wrong. Anyway, even though we've done it for that long, I still forget every week that I don't plan it out. I will forget. So I still forget that I have the chiropractor some days. And that just is a reminder, If even if you do remember things, writing it down and having that planned out, most likely you'll remember it more and it'll be a lot less stress on you if you know you have something going on and you don't just like forget about it. Or even if you do remember it, you still have it in there so you can plan anything else that you want to around that. Like, hey guys, what are we doing this week? So I have an idea of what's going to be going on and it gives me a head start just for the week in general. So like I was saying earlier, I usually do a lot of my own stuff. So I schedule I have a schedule personally for me on when I run and when I need to work out, when I need to read, whenever I need to go to bed, whatever it is, I have my own schedule. And if you're doing that and you make your own schedule, it can be hard to listen to yourself if you have no plan. So it's like handing someone something to do. You're handing yourself something to do when you give yourself a plan or a schedule or a list of whatever you may be doing. But when you don't have that plan, you end up just kind of lost in your mind for a bit, trying to think of like, oh, what do I have going on this week? What do I have to do? So if I I know that I have probably the same three consistent things that happen every day, which is work, running, and school. So if I come home from work and I haven't planned out when I'm going to do my run for the day, it will take me sometimes 20 minutes to transition from that event to uh, something else because I wasn't I didn't have it planned out and I ended up waiting, trying to figure out, oh, okay, is this the best time to run? Mm, I'm not sure. I didn't check the weather for today, whatever. And they have to change and they have to contemplate whether I'm going to go. Anything it is, I have to make sure that I plan that out so that I actually am able to, okay, come home from work. Now I can get started at my school. Now I can go on my run, whatever. And then I can plan anything else that's going to happen throughout the day accordingly. And it doesn't take me that 20 minutes to transition from circumstance to circumstance. I then have some sort of plan. So the danger in this for me is if I am doing something if I have a schedule and like I said, I forget about that chiropractor appointment, if I didn't plan that in throughout the week and if I have a schedule I already set, then if I realize hey, my parents are like, hey, we got to go, I freak out because I'm like, whoa, now my schedule's ruined. So you have to make sure that you're able to compromise certain things in your schedule. What's important? Prioritize what's important. What can I skip? What can I not skip? If you unfortunately have to skip something, that is the importance of making sure that you have a schedule going on and you know what's going on in your own life. So I know that is something I really have to have in order to make sure that my brain is in complete chaos and I end up going off the rails because I can't figure out what on earth I'm supposed to be doing that day. I try to plan it, even the smallest things, even the things I know like school that's going to happen 
or run every single day, I need to know when I'm going to do it so that I don't have to spend that extra time wasting having to figure out when or how I'm going to do it that specific day. So if you give yourself that extra time to actually give yourself a plan, just as if you were to give someone else a plan, it will help you to actually know like you have an assignment now of what you need to do and you're not roaming freely trying to figure out where to start on your projects or your life or your assignments, whatever it may be, you now have some sort of orderly schedule and it's less chaotic. So I think that would be my personal advice when it comes to planning something out is make sure to even write down uh, or schedule those things in your life so that you're no longer getting lost in all of the a million things that you have to get done throughout the week you you now have a list of them and you can knock them out one at a time on whatever day just make sure not to freak out whenever your plan gets thrown off course because that's going to happen and you need to learn how to adjust to it even you could find the perfect schedule and you're going to forget something or something's going to happen or you go you run a little bit late and that's okay you just have to learn how to prioritize what is important to you and get it done and at the end of the day you're not going to get every single thing done every single day 365 days out of the year so you weren't meant to do that you were meant to glorify god and enjoy him forever and just because you may not have the perfect schedule and you didn't accomplish every single task you had to get done that doesn't automatically mean that you're a complete failure Okay, you have to learn how to. It's a learning process, and you're, the only ways you you learn how to manage your schedule is by screwing up your schedule, and that's what happens to me. So, whenever my schedule is thrown off course, it's another time that I have to be like, okay, and we're gonna try again, and again, and again, and you just have to do that. And your schedule is never gonna be perfect. You're not gonna be able to have every single thing time blocked out in your life. You just have to learn how to manage what's in front of you with what you have. So if that means maybe trying to prioritize, okay, I need to make sure I schedule in this stuff for the week, then that's okay. That's how you do it. But don't be surprised when something goes wrong. And if it does go wrong, don't beat yourself up about it. It happens to the best of us. And I would just make, just try to recommend trying to do the best that you can and trying to get your stuff done and sometimes that doesn't always look the way that everyone else has it so you just have to focus on what God wants you to do with your life and what is his mission for you what is has he commanded you to do and don't think that just because you didn't have this specific type of schedule that means now you should give up and you have no hope of ever getting a good schedule. I know I do that sometimes and it's just not true. You just have to work with what you have and it's going to change daily. So just try to, I don't know, change with it. I don't just try to embrace that change and not worry so much about the fact that it's going to get messed up because it will. So just accept that and try to work with it. Um, Another recommendation I would have is this may vary depending on um, the type of person you are, but I know for me, if I am sleeping really bad, so like if I sleep less than my normal amount, I feel really terrible and just really cranky and I don't feel like myself. If I sleep too much, I also feel that way. If I'm eating pretty bad, I feel that way as well. And if I eat too much, if I eat 
a little or if I eat too much then I feel that way as well so just make sure that you're making taking care of your body with like sleeping well make sure you're hydrating and eating good things for you because that's also gonna play a part in your energy levels and that can sometimes affect your motivation because I know if I have a lot less energy than I'm used to, I'm not going to want to do all this stuff that I have to do throughout the day. So if I didn't get enough sleep or if I ate really something that bothered my stomach or if I just didn't eat much the day before, it, it can all really depend. So just make sure that you're doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and fuel your body correctly. That way you have that energy that you need to have for your week and your day. And I'm a runner and I mentioned that last time. So if I am not running the days I'm supposed to, or if I'm running too much and I get really injured or I feel really bad, those are things that also affect things like my motivation. If you are maybe not moving your body at all, that can also really affect your motivation. If you're not, if your body is not getting that movement it needs throughout the day or whatever it may be, if you are in a sport and you are dedicated to that sport and you're not doing the stuff you need to, that can make you feel really, really off. So it could be multiple things, but I know I try to try if I'm feeling in a rut to get back on top of schedule with those things that I do for me in my life. So if you're feeling that way, I recommend just turn off that show and, you know, give yourself a minute to actually enjoy what's going on. And there are times in places where, yes, you can enjoy a good show or enjoy some free time or whatever it may be that helps you out a bit. But if you're doing those things to the point where you feel bad, like you physically don't feel like yourself and mentally don't feel like yourself, you're, it's no longer enjoyable anymore. And you, you, why would you want to keep doing something like that if it's not benefiting anymore or like enjoyable anymore? And so I think that it just makes it loses its fun. And I think that we need to be careful not to consume ourselves in things that aren't necessarily even that important. So this is actually when my audio cut out around. Um, if you didn't see my Instagram story, I lost audio throughout this episode. So I wasn't able to post it on Sunday. Anyway, I've been up for a couple hours now and not very long. So I may sound really tired, but I just wanted to wrap up this episode so that I could get it out there and publish for everyone. I'm going to cut out right here real quick and um, just put something in that keep in mind my entire family was asleep when I recorded this so that's why I'm talking super quietly. Okay you may continue. Basically my point was in order for me to get out of a rut I have to make sure that my relationship with God is where it's supposed to be. If it's not then I don't follow through with my responsibilities, which ends up with me having this icky feeling throughout the day. So what I try to do is make sure that my relationship with God is first and foremost in the right spot and that I am making sure that I'm spending time with him daily. And if I have been sinning, that I go to him and ask for repentance. Um... After that, I make sure that I get myself in order, whether it's taking care of um, how I'm sleeping or what I'm eating or making sure that I'm running again. Whatever it may be that is on your plate that you need to have done is what I try to get done so that I'm not slacking because that ends up with me feeling a lot more um, just stressed out and guilty 
than it does if I actually just do the work that I'm supposed to. So my best tips are usually time management and how I do that is I try to schedule everything I need to do for myself and make sure that it is my responsibility that I get that stuff done. However, if something comes up, I try not to freak out as much as possible and still go on and try to continue with the mess ups and embrace things do change and I can't control every single circumstance as much as I want to. That would be my advice and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry that I kind of had to cut it short. I had like 15 more minutes of me talking but it cut out and unfortunately I am really tired and I just need to get this episode out so I don't have time to go back and backtrack and try to figure out where I was going with that but I'll try to release maybe a part two to this in a couple weeks or something like that. Anyway, thank you for listening. I ask that you would please just continue to listen and follow this podcast. If you want to keep up with me, you can go to my Instagram, underscore Ariel.faith, and I appreciate it so much. Thank you.